Why do you do what you do? Does it motivate you to do your best work and provide exceptional hospitality? Today, learn how one hotel owner and operator found engaging her community to be a powerful motivator and what she learned along the way. This is Hospitality Daily, the show that helps you stay informed and inspired each day by the most interesting people in hospitality. My name is Josiah McKenzie, and my goal is to help you reconnect with why you work in this industry and get fired up to go out there, delight others, and reach your goals. Let's get started. Rachel Vandenberg is a hotel owner who grew up in a hospitality family business, and we started our conversation talking about that. Were there any moments or experiences early on that you recall being formative in how you think about hospitality leadership today? My dad was always kind of a visionary. And I think the most formative experience was he was always looking ahead to what was next and how to give the business an edge. So he brought, you know, some of his own culture to our town and started a Dutch pancake restaurant, which was hugely successful. He then later on built a miniature golf course, but not just any miniature golf course. It was actually a golf course in miniature, so not like tacky. And he got a lot of pushback because people were worried it was going to have windmills and not match the location of Stowe, Vermont. So he was always thinking on the edge about things. And that also inspired us when we came back. We then built an eight-lane boutique bowling lounge And that was kind of emerging, you know, in the years before we built it as a cool thing in in all over the world, really, those were starting to pop up as alternatives to traditional bowling, bowling alleys, as a really like high class, unique experience. So I think that was instilled in me uh, early on. My understanding is throughout your career, you've been involved in the community beyond just the hotel. And you mentioned what your parents did. You mentioned what you did with the bowling alley. And there's a great photo on your website in front of that bowling alley. It looks really cool. My question for you is, is there, in Simon Sinek's parlance of the why being important as a driver, is there something like that that is actually bigger than hospitality? It Maybe it's community focused. Maybe it's something else that, that has been a factor. Absolutely. When we made our tr- last transformation and built out a multi-million dollar expansion with new rooms and the bowling alley, we, I really thought a lot about, uh, and that kind of coincided with the work I've been doing on, on leadership and leadership development. And one of the first, Simon Sinek's book was one of the, one of the main books that I have relied on over the last years for direction. And that was one, I think, you know, in our employee handbook, we actually, write about what our purpose and mission is. And part of that is that we are a place where the community is welcome. And not only our community, but also that our employees feel welcome. And it tied into the bowling alley as well, because in the 1950s, when bowling alleys became really mainstream, they were a community center Husbands and wives would go every week for the bowling leagues and they would meet with friends and that was their support network. And and that purpose has really 
grown over the last years. For one of the examples is that we offer for a very low cost and often for no cost, we offer our facilities to students and kids programs in order to offer you know, other kinds of activities. One of the groups, for example, is people with disabilities and bowling alleys are actually pretty conducive if built correctly for people with disabilities and they just have a great time. So it's really cool to hear that there is a, a book called The Lonely Century by Narina Hertz that I might link to in the show notes. It's really a fascinating look at societal trends and kind of what has caused people to fragment and just this being an epidemic. And mm-hmm. I think fighting that through gathering spaces is a really cool opportunity. Obviously it exists within hospitality, but you're thinking more broadly, mm-hmm. how do you create these environments where people can get together? You mentioned welcoming being a, a key focus of uh, of yours. And what does it take to make people feel welcome? Well, first you have to have great customer experience, a great customer experience. And you, I think from a hospitality perspective, it's about making it easy for people to come visit you <laughs> and that you, it's things like not underestimating your hours on Google and updating the public on social media when you're going to have a day where you might be closed suddenly. And we're not perfect of this. We've made lots of mistakes with this, but I think making sure that you, when you say you're open, you're open. That's, that's kind of like the quintessential example of making people feel welcome. But, you know, then when people come in the door that the staff are friendly and warm and helpful. And, and another one that's really, really made a big difference for us is that, uh, I'm a, I'm a big believer in connecting with people So forming a relationship with the people that come through the door and really trying to understand things from their perspective. We're very, we take it very seriously. Our customer feedback survey, we listen to the feedback and we act on it um, very meticulously. So I think that's another way that people will feel welcome and want to come back. How do you build a connection with guests? It can be little things. It can be like, it can be just, hey, I, you know, you've got a great dress on today. Or it could be, we have a marquee sign for Sto- for our bowling alley, Stow Bowl. And actually during the pandemic, obviously we had to shut down and we couldn't do anything anymore. And I felt so helpless that we had lost our sense of place and our purpose to bring people in through the doors. So all of us, one day I had this idea. uh, It might've been influenced by the fact that I celebrated my 40th birthday, like at the peak of when everything went down. And uh, I started surprising people by, by putting happy birthday gene on the marquee. So there were friends at first, and then people started asking me, hey, would you mind putting my son or daughter's birthday on the sign? Um, It would just be really special. And people started coming by and taking pictures in front of the sign and, you know, things like that to just make them feel special on a day when nobody could get together. And it, we don't, it, people don't ask us as much these days, but every once in a while, I still get a a question. Hey, do you still put people's names on signs? And I'm like, absolutely. Of course. 
And so, you know, that's three years later. Now people still remember that and really appreciate it. So it's definitely a connection. What I love about that story is it's not that people should listen to this and then go instantly just copy that. It's not about that. I think what is behind that is thinking about others, right? And having that connection. And I think when you operate with that mentality, you just come up with interesting, creative ways to do that. Exactly. Before we go, I want to let you know about a few more things. First, if you haven't done so already, subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite app to stay inspired each day by actionable insights from the most interesting people in hospitality. Second, I've started sharing videos and photos from the stories on this show on Instagram and YouTube, so if you'd like to see those or watch along, I encourage you to follow Hospitality Daily there so we can stay in touch. Third, if you'd like to listen to more conversations like the one you just heard, visit this podcast website at podcast.hospitalitydaily.com. I've spent a lot of time building out this website because I want to make it really easy for you to listen to the topics and guests that you are interested in, whether that's culture and leadership or operations or technology or something else. Browse and search the entire library of more than 400 episodes for some of the top leaders and innovators in hospitality at podcast.hospitalitydaily.com. Dot com to get ideas for delighting the people around you and reaching your business and career goals. I produce this podcast each day and give it away for free because I want us all to learn and grow together. If you enjoyed today's episode, I just have one favor to ask. Please take a moment to text or email this episode to a friend or colleague who might appreciate it as well. They'll be grateful to hear from you and what we covered in the show can help them as I hope it helped you today. Thanks for listening and I'll see you here tomorrow. Okay.